What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's your girl, Jade. Season 2, Episode 2 of From Religion to Relationship. Teach me to tithe. Hey, everybody. As I said before, welcome back. Season 2, Episode 2 of From Religion to Relationship. Teach me to tithe. Again, it's your girl, Jade. How are you guys feeling? How did you guys feel about that last episode? Like, I really enjoy recording it. I really enjoy studying for it. I just feel like God is just like, I don't know. He's bringing me into a new level of doing this. Um, <laughs> Like now, before I come to you guys and record, like I've been instructed to literally do a private Bible study on all the messages that I bring you. He's like making me come up with like, curriculum pretty much and I don't know I think it's I think it's really great so before we get into the episode y'all have you guys checked out God the Father Apparel yet once again for my listeners God the Father Apparel has provided us with a code that's FR2R15 so you can guys can go over to God the Father Apparel and receive 15% off of all your purchases head over today that's GodTheFatherApparel.com or you can follow them on Instagram at God the Father Apparel anyway guys let's talk about tithing um Tithing is like, <laughs> sometimes I feel like it's a curse word. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> um, to a believer and to a non-believer, I've definitely heard people that belong to churches and believe and those that don't have really negative feelings about tithing. Like, and I feel like a lot of it is justified. I'm not going to lie. Some of it is just, it's kind of like, that you they don't people don't really understand um so maybe not being as knowledgeable about what tithing is and why we do it um but I, you know I want to talk about it you know why I made from from religion to relationship I want to break down those misconceptions that we might have learned in the past about things and I want to bring it into more of a relationship scope with Christ so let's jump into it why don't we so one of the biggest things that I hear about tithing is, I mean, I'm giving this money to this church. Why would I do that? Like, why am I giving the money to the church? For what? For what? They're not even using the church, the the money that I'm giving them properly. Like, why do the pastor, why do the pastor have a Bentley? Why he live in a mansion? For what? For, is that what he doing with my tithes? He, he buying his mansion? Really? And honestly, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Yep. I do. I do. That's that's a little scandalous. But if we're gonna break it down, you know, all the way down to the ground, let's 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 talk about it. Let's jump into it. Now tithing tithing is an act of faith. Okay. The word tithe in Hebrew means tenth. And if you are familiar with tithing, and if you're not you are to give a tenth of your income to the church. And the reason why you do this doesn't really have anything to do with God needing your money because God literally doesn't need your money at all. Not even a little bit. It is an act of faith to give 
and trust God with that first 10% before you go into doing anything else, including paying your, your own bills. You're just trusting that God, you know, is in control of your income and and of your finances and and you're just pretty much inviting him into that situation. That's the reason that's really the reason why we tithe. And of course, um it does go to the church and it helps fund the church. It helps keep the lights on. It helps with the lighting. It helps with the sound system. And I will not lie to you. There are some there are some instances in churches where these funds are unfortunately misappropriated. And that's that's not appropriate. It's not okay. As a leader of the church, being a being in the church and being responsible for the church's finances, you should understand, you know, the importance of people tithing and what it's meant to do. You, you you should understand that and you should want it to go towards the right things, not only just the upkeep of the church, but a church is supposed to be a resource for the community and tithes. That's what tithes are supposed to help with. And I've often heard um, like non-believers say, like, if you're supposed to be the church, why are you not helping people? And then it's like, but why am I, why are we tithing? You tithe because you can't be a resource without resources. Okay. First of all, you cannot give anybody anything if you don't have anything to give. But if everyone in the church is tithing, then we can provide for those single mothers that might not be able to do for their children around Christmas or those kids that are going off to college and their family can't really afford to stock their dorm room. So then they can go to the church and the church can help provide. And I've seen churches give cars away and pay off debt, but they would not have been able to do that had it not been for their members being faithful and tithing and then the church in in return did what they were supposed to do with their resources and then not only provided for their church but they provided for the community and that's really why we we tithe we really give so that that we can be a blessing to our church and so our church can continue to be a blessing in the community because that's really what churches are for okay so You know, I completely, completely understand, you know, the hesitation when you see, you know, funds and when you hear these funds being misappropriated and just misused in the church. I completely understand. But I want you to know something. God knows all and sees all. He's sovereign. And so if you are paying your tithes with the right heart posture, that's what he's concerned with. If you're paying your tithes with the right heart posture saying, Lord, I am going to give you my 10% because I'm trusting you with my finances and I'm allowing you in and I'm going to pay it to the church because I want to be a blessing to my church so that my church may be a blessing to others. If your heart is in the right place, then God will feel as though he can bless you. And if the church in return misappropriates your funds, he deals with them as well. He's he's more concerned about your heart posture more than anything else when it comes to giving. Now, let's jump into some scripture so we can back this up, y'all. Okay, so. First of all, we're going to go to Matthew, Matthew 23 specifically. So 
let me tell y'all something about Matthew 23. Jesus was mad, y'all. Jesus was child. Jesus was eating, eating these folks up in Matthew 23, honey. He was not, he was not okay. Okay. Um, so pretty much the Pharisees had, they had made up all these rules, um, just from their understanding of, of the word, they had made up all these rules and they were holding these people to these rules and it didn't really have anything to do with, you know, being a Christian. It didn't even have anything to do with God or, or Jesus or anything like that. It literally was just them feeling like y'all going to do what I say, because this is how I believe that it's supposed to be done. And while they were trying to hold all all the people to these rules, they themselves were not abiding by the rules that they were putting on people. And they were taxing them. They were murdering them. They were just having all these harsh punishments, all these rules that they weren't even following. And Jesus was like, who do you? You're a hypocrite. How dare you? First of all, you're not even supposed to be holding these people to you. What does this have to do with me? And second of all, like, no, this will it like humble yourselves. And in verse 12, it says, and whoever exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. And that's what I mean when I say Jesus is concerned about your heart posture. If you give your 10%, and you or more than 10%, if you if every time you get paid, you just just dumping it off on the church, you know, God bless you. But if that if you're doing it just so you can brag about it, like every time I get paid, I drop a band on my church. I drop a band on my ch- every time I get paid. I go to Hosea feed the hungry and I drop a band like that's not <laughs> Jesus is not impressed at all by the fact that you are giving to exalt yourself so that you you can bring praise back to yourself. However, if you give with a humble heart, if every time you get paid, you still give that thousand dollars, but you just do it out of the kindness of your heart, you never even tell anybody that that's what you do. You just do it. Then you will be exhausted in him. He will be he will be proud of you because he knows that your heart is in the right place. He's like, wow, look at my child. Just just being so giving. He knows that you're giving more than your 10th. And he's just he's proud and he and he's beaming with happiness because he's like, not only are you giving more than, you know, what I even asked you to give, but you're giving it with a humble heart. Like, wow, I'm so proud of you. But those that are boastful and have a God-like complex, like, Without me and this thousand dollars, this church wouldn't even make it. God is like, and who do you think you are? Okay, because I'll take you and that thousand dollars out. <laughs> like, don't play with me. So then we go down to verse 23 and it says, You pay your tithes, but you've neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. So what he was saying pretty much was, Okay, yeah, you pay your tithes, but where are your priorities? Like, okay, you're giving this money, but where's your heart at? You, you've neglected the, the importance of justice, the, the importance of mercy, the importance of faith. Like you're not even giving in faith. You're just giving because you feel like that's going to just make you um, a greater believer or you're just giving because you feel like that that's going to make you a greater Christian than the person that can't give as much as you. And it doesn't make you 
a better Christian or less of a Christian if you do or do not tithe. It does not make God love you more or less if you do or do not tithe. We already have God's love. We don't have to do anything to earn God's love. We don't have to do a thing to earn his love, to earn his forgiveness. We don't have to do anything. So you you doing this so you can be a better Christian, that's not you're not even you're not even getting what you want because that's not possible. So you're tithing, but you're not even tithing with the right heart posture and you're forgetting justice and mercy and you're forgetting faith. So, you know, Jesus in 20 in verse 23, he's just pretty much shaking his head. Like, I mean, what do you have going on? Like, I'm I'm just not understanding. Like, you're holding all these people to these rules. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess thank you for your 10th, but I really don't want it because I, ugh, I don't want that. Like, it's you might as well keep it, to be honest, because your heart isn't in the right place. Like, you're not even remembering why I told you to tithe in the first place. Like, I don't need... I don't need your, your, um, it says that they tithe with like mint and, 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 um, spices back then. He's like, I don't even need this. This is what you don't understand. You think that you're giving this to me because it's what I need, but I don't need it. I'm Jesus. I already have everything I need. You're doing, you're doing this for you, not me for your faith walk. I'm good. I'm Jesus. I'm perfect. Like, you know, so then we go down to verse 25 and it says, you cleanse the outside of the cup, but the inside is filled with ex- extortion and self-indulgence. Have you ever been in a situation where someone did something for you and then they threw it back in your face? And say somebody paid for a lunch for you. And or they might have done it a few times and they just constantly. I'm always paying for lunch for you. I'm always buying you gifts. And you just like, well, you don't have to do nothing for me. If that's how you feel. That's how Jesus feels. <laughs> like That's how Jesus feels like. OK, yeah. Thank you for helping me out. Thank you so much for your 10. But you're not going to give me a 10 and then think that, you know, that just makes you just high and mighty. You're not going to give me your attempt and then throw it back in my face. That's how Jesus feels when people are giving and then they feel high and mighty afterwards and they try to throw it in back in his face or back in other people's face or try to make people feel low because they can't or because they can't do as much. That is how he feels. You don't have to do it then. I would rather that you keep it because you're not even giving them the right heart posture. It doesn't even mean anything to me because your heart isn't right. That's how he feels. Just like you feel when 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 somebody does something for you and they just keep throwing it back in your face. You you're like, I don't it makes you prideful almost. It makes you not saying that pride is right, but th- those actions will make you prideful. It will make you not want to ask for help. It'll make you feel like Okay, well, I I know I can't go to you when I'm in trouble because you're just going to throw it back in my face. And Jesus is like, I don't, Jesus is not prideful, but Jesus is like, I don't want anything from you that's going to make you feel like you're me after you did it. You're not Jesus. Like, no. So then we're going to go down to Proverbs. Proverbs 3. 
Now, Proverbs 3 and 5 says, of course, trust in God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. The way the reason why I bring this up is because, um, like I said, like there's a lot of like misconception when it comes to tithing. And as I said, like previously, it's like tithing is is a testament of your faith. Um, tithing is is showing Christ that you that you trust him with you know, with your finances and you have to trust in your heart that, that the fact that God instructed you to give this 10th of your money, of your time, um, that he said it for a reason and you have to do, you have to lean not on your own understanding of, oh, well, this is, I mean, why do I have to give my money? I mean, why do I have to give my time to the church? Like you have to trust that what God said to you, he said it to you for your benefit. So lean not on your own understanding. In six, it says in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And so again, given that 10th of your finances or of your time, that's a way of acknowledging, you know what, God, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even have this job. So let me take this 10 off the top and give it right back to you. After all you've done for me, all you're asking for is a 10th. So let me give it back to you, God. Let me let me put it back into the church. So I the blessing that you gave me of these finances, let me put it back into the church so that I can be a blessing to my church. So my church can in turn be a blessing to others. And don't expect anything back. Don't expect, oh my gosh, I'm tithing because I'm believing for this new car. So this, I'm going to pay my tithes until I get this new car. That's not, your heart is not in the right place. Don't, then you might as well just keep it. Like you literally might as well just close up your wallet, close up your pocketbook because that's not, that's not it. That ain't it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm believing for this new house. So I'm going to pay my tithes this year because, you know, I'm trying to get my house on. No, no. No ma'am, no ham, no turkey. That is not it. That's not it. That's not that's not how we going. In verse 9 and 10 of Proverbs 3, it says, Honor the Lord with your possessions, with the fruitfulness of your with the I'm sorry, with the first fruits of your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty. Again, you know, honoring God with the blessings that He's giving you. You know, taking that tenth off the top just shows him gratitude, pretty much for what for the blessings that he's given to you. And the 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 reason I really believe that the reason that God blesses us is so that we can be a blessing to other people, whether it's money or time or home or anything. I just feel like the reason why God blesses us is so that we in turn can be a blessing to somebody else. And I, I that's that's what I get. Um when I think about tithing, when I think about um, the reason why he's we tithe to the church, like we're really doing it so that, number one, we could still have a place to go to worship him. Because whether you want to see it this way or not, a church is very much a business. And everyone sees that as such a bad thing. Why would it's a church? Why, why, why would you call it a bit? It is a business. If you open a store, right? You open a shoe store. Okay. 
And you just gave all the shoes away for free. And you ain't, you know, you ain't charging nobody for the shoes. They come in, they like, you know, I really like these, this pair of shoes. And you like, you like them for real. Well, go on, take them then. No charge. They like, no charge. This is a shoe store. You like, well, it's fine. You, you like them, so you can go on, take them. How you going to pay the light bill in your shoe store? I mean, how you, how you going to get more shoe inventory if you, if you just let everybody just take the shoes out the store and you don't charge them nothing, how you going to keep your storefront? Like, I just, I just don't understand how you think you're going to continue to be a business person and you just give it away shoes for free. So if a church, people, people have to pay rent in their churches. They have to pay mortgage in their churches. Why do you think that it, the resources just come out of nowhere. They come from the church members. They come from tithing. They have to keep their lights on too. They have to keep the water running so people can wash their hands. They have to be able to um, um, buy the supplies for communion. They have to be able to pay their pastor. Like I don't, pastors have to eat and feed their families just like everybody else. And I think that is selfish of people to think, okay, but this is a church. They shouldn't, we shouldn't give them any money. Why not? If you want to come in this place and worship, if you want to continue to have somewhere to fall to your knees at the altar and exalt God, of course you can do it on your own. But we, but we all know that when you're in the presence of, of believers as you are in a church, it's a different atmosphere. This is a hospital for the sick. And, and, I, and I don't know about you, but I want to still be able to not only have me, but my other fellow brothers and sisters in Christ to be able to come to my church and be able to exalt God together. I enjoy that community time that I get with them pre-COVID. But still, even now during COVID, like with with having church service over the Internet, we still have to pay for production. And I like to log on on Sunday and hear a word from my pastor. I like to be filled with the Holy Spirit and have that and still have that time and community with my church members. But it does take us tithing in order for that to take place. It is what it is. We have to stop. We have to stop being so selfish to think that Oh, well, it's a church, so, you know, God will provide. God is going to provide through your tithing, through his instruction of you to tithe. Whether it's with your money. Here's the other thing, the misconception about tithing. You don't just tithe with your money. You tithe with your time because your time is just as important to you as your money. And so if... Christ is calling you to serve on the production ministry or to um, be on the praise and worship team or just anything that's still to Christ. That is still just as important as you tithing with your money, you tithing with your time, you taking some time out to serve in the church, to serve in um, in the outreach ministry or in the children's ministry. It's, it's just as important to him that you tie with your finances as you do with your time because you're inviting him in. You're saying, you know what, God, you know, you. I have all these times to do all these things that I want to do. And I just want to take some time out to spend time in, in your presence and, and help your people. So let me go and spend this time um, with my church members and do X, Y, and Z. That's still just as important to him. 
again, if your heart is in the right place, if your heart posture is correct. In Mark 12, um, 41 through 44, you know, it's, it's an interesting story to me. People were tithing and um, there was this poor widow. She was she was in poverty and she she gave her offering and Jesus called his disciples over and he just recognized her tithe as being more abundant than the tithe of the rich people that were that were tithing because he said that um, her tithe came from poverty while their tithe came from abundance, meaning that this person was was willing to literally give her last to to Christ like she has so much faith that even even though she didn't even have really have anything to give she gave it anyway because she just believed that God was just so good and and plentiful and that you know he was still she would she he was still going to provide for her that she still gave while these people that had more than enough them tithing was not going to hurt them financially they was going to be all right after they paid their tithes they still was going to be able to pay their bills feed their family you know put clothes in their bag have a little party or two they was going to be okay but her tithe it could have been life-changing. She could have not been able to pay the tax collector or not been able to eat that night. And so Jesus recognized her tithe as being more abundant than those that were tithing and they had more than enough to give. And again, that's how he sees us. When you give that, when you have $20 and you give that $10 and you like, dang, I only have 10 left. And then all of a sudden you turn around and somebody is blessing you with $50 or $100 or, you know, you just turn around and you receive an unexpected blessing. That's because God recognizes the fact that you might not have had it to give, but you had enough faith to give anyway. You decided to be a blessing regardless and your heart posture was still in the same place. It was it was still in a good place and you and you decided I'm still going to be a blessing even though, you know, I just I don't I might not have that much to give, but I'm still deciding to be a blessing to someone else. That's how he saw that woman. And I just thought that that was just so I thought that that was just such a beautiful example of being humble and and just you know just paying our tithes. I thought I thought that that was I thought that that was amazing. So when you tithe um you're making it when you tithe first before you make a plan for your other money, it's as though you're making it a priority rather than an afterthought, making Christ a priority rather than an afterthought. You know, like you're you're saying, you know what, God, before I do anything else, you're number one. Of course, he wants to be the head of our life. He wants to be, as my pastor Philip Mitchell said, the object of our affection. And that's showing him just how much of an, the object of our affection that he is by being obedient and paying our tithes with the correct heart posture. 
God often blesses us with more when we're good managers of what we already have. If you are constantly in that faith walk of paying your tithes, not only with your money, but with your time, and you, you're pretty much showing gratitude for what Christ has done for you already. And so with that, he can trust that if he were to bless you more abundantly, that you would continue to be a good shepherd of what you have. I myself have suffered from being greedy and being selfish with my money and making money a idol. I definitely, definitely have suffered from that in the past quite it, it was quite difficult for me. I definitely had suffered with making money an idol to where I just, I was just, well, I was stingy. I just held on to it. Just super, super duper tight. Like, oh, uh-uh, I can't do that. 10%. Ooh, that's a lot, girl. You you might get a little five off me, but I don't know about 10. Mm. I definitely have suffered from stinginess. That has been a demon that I done had to pray up off me. But at the same time, what I can say is that when I realized just how much that money was an idol to me and I decided to do something different about it, the way that my relationship with finances, it really changed. I used to be the type of person, I never had nothing in my savings account. I was always the one that needed somebody to help them out, pay for something, hitting folks up for cash. But I was also very stingy at the same time. Can you believe it? Somebody who needed a little help every now and then, more than every now and then, but stingy. Child, that was me. I'm not, I'm not too ashamed to admit it. That was me. But in direct correlation with my stinginess, I was always broke. In direct correlation with my stinginess, I was always broke. But as soon as I stopped seeing money as, you know, just a, a God almost in my life, and I started to see it as more of, a, of what it is, which is a resource, my relationship changed. I didn't always have to spend everything down to the last drop that was in my account. I did begin to uh, give that 10% to Christ. I did begin to um, um, participate more in my church. I did begin to see, okay, I don't, I don't, if I have X amount of money, I can, I can definitely afford to save Y. I definitely can't afford to do that. I used to always be the type of person I can't afford to save no money. I, I definitely could have afforded to save something. I just chose not to because I was stingy. My relationship with money, it changed. And I became more financial, financially literate because I stopped seeing money as just the most important possession that I had. And I just started seeing as, okay, this is a way for me to pay my bills, but it's not the end all be all. Like I'm not, I am not the money that I have in my bank account. I stopped being so embarrassed by not being able to, if I might not be able to go out with my friends all the time to eat. I might have to, you know, go to the grocery store and pick up some groceries instead of, you know, 
going out to eat fast food every day. I just, my relationship with money just, it just changed. But I'm also now in a position where if somebody asks me for something, I'm more than happy to give it to them. And I don't mean lend it to them. I mean, give it to them. Because I understand I've been in a place where I didn't have it before and I needed somebody to help me out. And instead of being the type of person where I'm giving this to you and I'm expecting something back from you, I can now be in a position to know that I can give this to you and I don't expect anything back into in return, including for you to pay me back. I don't need that. It's much more of a reward for me now to be able to be a blessing financially to somebody else than for me to be a tax collector for things that people owe me. I'm not I don't I don't mind, you know, girl, you need twenty dollars or send a friend twenty dollars for lunch randomly just because it was on my heart to do so. Or um one thing that God has really placed on my heart lately is there are a lot of people around me that are having babies. And so I just if I see a registry, sometimes I just send a gift or I ask a woman, hey, can I have your registry? I love to buy you a gift just because it's just on my heart to be more giving now. Because I, I just before I was just so dag on stingy. I I had to keep all my little money, all of it. Not even realizing that not only was is that selfish, but I wasn't doing myself any justice. My heart wasn't really open. And that's what tithing does. It really opens your heart. It really opens your heart to be able to really be a blessing to others. And it's like you will see like how good it feels so much better for me to give somebody something than for me to receive now. I love blessing my friends. I I even love paying my tithes. I just love to know that I am a blessing to somebody else and not in a God complex kind of way, just in a way that it just makes me feel good to know that I can help somebody else that's in need. Because that's what Jesus did. Jesus walked this earth and all he did was touch people and care for people and heal. All he did was be a blessing to other people. And if I, as a Christian, am striving to be more like Jesus, then that means that I'm really striving to be a blessing. And now in my life, I've really just you know, took, no, not I, God has really transformed my life in such a way that I've learned what a blessing it is to be a blessing instead of always trying to look for a blessing. Cause that was me as well. I'm always looking like, Oh God, I just need a financial breakthrough. That used to be my prayer all the time. I'm just looking for a financial breakthrough. I just need something, Jesus, but I ain't out here trying to be no, but I ain't trying to bring nobody else financial breakthrough. God could place on my heart, send your girlfriend $20 for lunch. And I'm just thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm God, you know, that's cool, God. Here you go, sis, $20. Get you some little Chick-fil-A or something, sis. But my sis really could have needed that $20 because not only did she need lunch that day, but she needed gas in her car. And she just wasn't in a place where she she could ask. Yeah, you know, she she might have been in a prideful moment and she might not really have been able to ask for help. But just the fact that God instructed me to do it and I was just so willing to do it, I blessed her. Now my sis can eat lunch and she can have gas in her car. Like, it's just, it's just, 
it, it just opens your life up so much more to when you learn how how important it is to just be a blessing to somebody else. Remember that tithing is not about the money. It's not about the time. It's about your heart posture. God does not need your money. He good. Holy Spirit don't need your little change. Okay? He don't need your little coin. He good. You're not doing this for anybody's benefit but your own. Because you live life way more freely and openly when you're not cheap holding on to your money and being selfish. That's going to help you way, even way more than you tithing to your church and your church blessing the community. It it helps you even more than that. So I just say all this to say, pay your tithes, pray on it, give with the right heart posture. And the people that misappropriate funds in the church, they will be dealt with accordingly. Everybody has to answer to God. Everybody has to answer to God. Everyone. But. The reason why we do it is so that we can learn to be a blessing. We can learn how much of a blessing it is to be a blessing so that God can bless us more abundantly so that we can continue to be a blessing. We don't do it so that that we can get accolades. We don't do it because for religious reasons. If you're doing it religiously, cut it out. If you're doing it so that you can strengthen your relationship with God, so you can strengthen your faith walk with the father, then that's the reason why you need to do it. If you're simply doing it just because that's what you was taught and it's it's just it's just nothing but religion to you. That's we can refer back to Jesus saying you're a hypocrite. Your heart isn't even in the right place. I don't even want it. Remember, that 10% is it's a faith walk. If it's not coming from your heart, keep it in your pocketbook. All right, y'all. That was episode two of season two from Religion to Relationship. Teach me the tithe. See you guys next time.